the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Humans get dumber by the day. And we got plenty of evidence of that this week. It's a good thing that around here on Fridays, we have a way of acknowledging and rewarding the stupidest people in America, or at least the stupidest things said or done by supposedly smart people. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Well, you hesitate to call someone as smart as Katanji Brown-Jackson a jerk. She's obviously very smart. She's been nominated for a spot on the Supreme Court. But when you say something as dumb as this, it's hard not to be named the Windows R Us Jerk of the Week. Uh, Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? Mm, Not in this context. I'm not a biologist. When when does life begin, in your opinion? Senator, um, I don't know. (laughs) Ma'am? I don't know. Do you have a belief? I I have... um, personal, religious, and otherwise beliefs that have nothing to do with the law in terms of when life begins. Do you, do you have a personal belief, though, about when life begins? I have a religious view. Religious belief? That I set aside when I am ruling on cases. Okay. When, 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 does, uh, when does equal protection of the laws attach to a, to a human being? Well, Senator, um, I believe that the Supreme Court um, – actually, I, I actually don't know the answer to that question. I'm sorry. I don't. Okay. Boy, is that dumb. And uh, But the thing is, we know in this case it's not being dumb. It's being gutless. She knows the answer. She knows how she feels. She knows when she thinks life begins. It may differ with what you, you think or I think, but she knows what she thinks. She just knows, uh, and she also knows what a woman is. She does know when life begins. She just knows that she's a Democrat, and she can't give the easy answer because Democrats don't allow obvious definitions if they might hurt someone's feelings. And Katanji Brown-Jackson, because of that stupidity, beat out some pretty strong competition to win the Windows R Us Jerk of the Week Award. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Well, speaking of jerks, there will be plenty of them on parade uh, Sunday night at the uh, Academy Awards show. And we'll talk about that in our second half hour with Christian Toto. But I want to get to somebody now who, well, I mean, you could have named this guy Jerk of the Week, but he could have been Jerk of the Week a long time ago. And that would be Deshaun Watson. You know all about him. He's the guy who the Cleveland Browns have agreed to guarantee $230 million over the next, I think it's five years. I think it's $46 million a year. Um, Yeah. Uh, He's a quarterback, and he has 22 lawsuits pending against him for either sexual assault or harassment. Uh, Two grand juries have cleared him. I don't know if clearing is the right word, but two grand juries have decided not to indict him on criminal charges. But that's not going to make the the lawsuits go away, 22 of them. So – uh, he did have. He finally met with the uh, with the Browns today. Met with the media, I should say, at the Browns um, complex in Berea, Ohio, outside of Cleveland. And uh, he looked good. He came dressed in a um, 
really a nice suit with an orange tie for you know the Browns colors, orange and brown. Presented himself well, spoke well, and it was a gigantic hot pile of steaming horse manure. <laughs> That's what the press conference was. Sorry. Uh, nobody from ownership was there, uh, that, uh, but Andrew Barry was there, and the coach, Kevin Stefanski, showed up. They were sitting alongside him. The uh, owners, um, uh, D. Haslam, and uh, his Jimmy and his wife, D. Haslam, had a news conference later. We'll tell you what they said in a minute. But um, Deshaun, the theme was, uh, you know, pretty much, I'm a good guy. I'm going to be a great guy in the community. Uh, here's a little sample of what went on there. Sean, I think as, this is, as details have come out, some people have wondered um, why you've used the number of massage therapists that you've used. Can, can you kind of explain that number? Uh, yeah, I can't get too far into detail because there's an ongoing investigation still. But I can say that with this now day and age, um, especially with my age group, social media is a big business part. Um, that, that goes into it. So that's, you know, a factor into it. But as far as the details, I can't get too far into it because there's an investigation going on. But hopefully, you know, once everything is resolved, I can speak freely on it. Are you kind of reevaluating your methods or how many you use or how you find people? Um, definitely. This is something that with my team and now with the Cleveland Browns and the organization, we find a plan and, and move forward from it. Okay. Uh, yeah, Deshaun, what can you say to Browns fans and to the people of Cleveland to convince them that you're not the person that is described in these complaints and suits? And do you sort of understand why it can be hard for people uh, to, you know, believe that right now, given the sheer numbers involved? No, definitely. I understand the whole circumstances is very difficult, especially for the, the, the women's side of the fans in this community. Um, I'm not naive to that. I know these allegations is very, very serious. But I, like I've mentioned before, I've never assaulted any woman. I never disrespected any woman. I was raised by a single parent mom who has two aunties who's her sister. And that's who, that's who raised me. I was raised to be genuine and respect everyone and everything around me. So I've, I've always defended that, and I will continue to stand on that. And I just want the opportunity to be able to show who I really am in the community and be hands-on and help people and serve other people. Serve other people. Now, uh, this reminds me, you know, we, you know, many times in sports and even in uh, not outside of sports, uh, somebody like, uh, let's just say, Jussie Smollett, in the, in the case of someone outside of sports, they'll get caught doing something or accused of doing something, and it'll be a situation like this where you really you're very suspicious that he's not telling the truth, but maybe he weasels out of it, or he, maybe he is telling the truth. Whatever. At the end of it, uh, he's uh, told to do community service. If he is found guilty of something, maybe he gets a slap on the wrist and they get community service. And and so uh, you heard Deshaun there saying that he wants to help people and get out there in the community. It's, it reminds me of when somebody says when the judge says. Um, you know, you're, you're sentenced to community service. The response should be, the good news is that, in this case, Deshaun Watson has been uh, – uh, he's been ordered to commit – to do community service. The bad news, it's in your community. That's the problem, you know. That's the case here. Um, so – you see the theme there. Uh, it's uh, Deshaun. It's not you know. It's not like you've been accused of one by one woman or two. We're talking about twenty two here, and all through the the, the press conference, uh, any any time anybody wanted any any specifics, of course, and rightly so, I guess he had to say, I I can't talk about it. There's a legal proceeding going on, but uh, there are twenty two women accusing him. Here's more on that. Deshaun, why sh why should you be believed? instead of more than 20 women? Um, I can't speak on, on what people's um, opinions are, um, because everyone has their own opinions. But what I can continue to do is tell the truth, and that is I've never assaulted or disrespected or harassed any woman in my life. Like I said before, I was raised differently. That's not my DNA. That's not my culture. That's not me as a person. And that's not how I was raised. And for me, that's to continue to push forward and, and show people that who... 
I really am. And a lot of people haven't met me before. A lot of people haven't spoke to me before. A lot of people haven't been in the same environment environment as me before. And I want to continue to open that up and be able to have people, you know, come to me and, and be able to talk to me about, you know, certain things. Will you try to settle the 22 civil suits? Um, that's not my intent. My intent is to continue to clear my name as much as possible. And that's what I'm focused on. Yeah, uh, maybe. Uh, I, I, he... <laughs> He was guaranteed $230 million. I have a feeling that one of the reasons he was guaranteed all that money is because he knows, and one of the reasons the Browns offered it, and one of the reasons he uh, was willing to go to Cleveland when at first he said he wasn't interested, is that he sees that he's got 22 women out there, and he's going to have to settle. And if he settles, I did the math on it. If you do, if you, you could give each one of them three, let's just say $3 million. What's that, $66 million. That still leaves you with what, a hundred and sixty million dollars or whatever it is left over, um, and that's only for the next five years. And he's only twenty six, so if, assuming he stays healthy, he's going to get the two hundred and thirty million, and then when he's thirty one, he's going to get another contract with somebody for several million dollars more. So uh, Deshaun has plenty of money to settle, and if it's me, uh, even if I'm uh, well, I, I don't know how much if, – if it's me and I'm being accused of that, and I'm, think, I'm guessing you'd feel the same way, if you're accused of something that rotten, terrible, you're going to fight it. And you're not going to settle, especially when you have the money that allows him to fight it. And if they should win the case, uh, he, he, he's going to have enough to pay them off. If they each win $10 million, he'll have enough money. So, uh, so I, I would do the same thing. I would fight it if I, if I knew that I was innocent. But if I didn't, I'd be saying, listen, uh, to my attorney, uh, let's find out what each, what each one of these women would uh, settle for because I want to write a check. Just write a check and be done with it. Write a check for $3 million to each one of them. They go away. And I'm not in any way discounting the possibility that one more uh, or all of them are lying. But, uh, you know, it's pretty hard to believe that 22 women would come uh, out with the same – kind of accusation um and of course <clears throat> there there's a, a little bit of curiosity there where they're saying uh deshaun um it's like why do you need so many massage therapists you want to you you just want a massage right that's what it's for i have a feeling this is just me i don't know what who these women are and who they work for i have a feeling that many of them worked at massage parlors that were known for doing more than giving people massages. That's just me. It wasn't a bunch of, you know, they weren't 52-year-old women uh, who were wearing a, a medical, you know, wearing the white suit, and it, I don't think that was happening. Anyway, that's, that's me. I don't have any proof of that. So 22 women are accusing him. And he's focused on clearing his name, and he uh, mentions his mother and his and the fact that he has two aunts. I don't know how many aunts you have. I have. I had a bunch of them, and that didn't make me. <laughs> that didn't. That the things I did wrong, my aunts and my mother would have frowned upon. But that doesn't qual. It doesn't make me not guilty of what I'm accused of. The fact that your mom told you how to be a good guy. Everybody's mom, pretty much tells him to how to be a good person and the the I'm just trying to picture myself or how would you like if you're a guy when you're going to your mother and telling her that this is what you're being accused of by 22 women um I think I'm I'm going to guess that uh, Deshaun's mother was not all that pleased and I'm guessing that she doesn't believe him that's just me but anyway what do I know but meanwhile though uh this is Deshaun Watson at his press conference and he is hoping to play some football at some point. Then the second one is a football question. What kind of uh, quarterback are the Browns getting? Can you just go on? Yes, you're getting a strong leader who loves the work, who loves to make sure he uplifts everyone around him, who's going to compete super, super hard, who's going to fight to the to the end of time of each and every game, and a guy that is, like I said, is going to push everyone to their full potential so we can win a lot of Super Bowls. Sean, I heard what you said about not being able to get into a lot of specifics in these cases, but broadly, with 22 women, 22 women filing these suits, 
What can you tell us about what actually happened with these women? Are you saying that they all just made this up? They're all lying? What actually happened? Um, all I can say is, again, I never assaulted, I never disrespected, and I never harassed any woman in my life. I wasn't raised that way. I would, my mom and my aunties didn't raise me that way. Of the course of my life, that's not in my DNA. And as far as the details of actually the things that they're alleging, I can't speak on that because the, there's an ongoing investigation. But, um, you know, in the future, once everything is resolved, I will sit down and love to talk about it. How did we get from there to here? Uh, can you explain that? Get from zero to 22 lawsuits. I mean, I, I can't control that. You know, the only thing I can control is continue to clear my name, cooperate with any legal force or any legal system that is requiring me to cooperate and just keep pushing forward. Deshaun, have you already had conversations with, with new teammates to kind of clear the air or explain to them who you are? Um, yes, I, a lot of teammates reached out to me when, when the trade was happening or when the information, the news came out. But I, I, I've known a lot of people in that locker room also, just from the course of high school, college, and, and just playing against, or some guys that were in Houston with me and, and vice versa. So um, a lot of the guys have definitely reached out. We've definitely talked, and a lot of guys know me as a person. And I'm going to continue to the guys that haven't met me before. Once they get in in April, I think it's the 18th, I'm going to continue to show who I am, and we can sit down and, and speak about it. There are people that are never going to believe you. Can you live with that? Um, all I can do is continue to just stay focused and, and speak the truth, speak my honesty, and just keep trying to help other people. I can't speak for everyone else. Have you had conversations with the women in this organization, and what is the message to not only those in this organization but the fans who are looking at this decision and, and feel concerned about it? Um, I've only been here a day, so I haven't been able to meet everyone. But, you know, as the time continues and I, I'm in the building, um, like I said before, I want people to be able to come to me and have an open dialogue and we speak about it and show the person I really am. And, and that's how I was raised, to respect everyone and continue to respect people like I want to be respected. And that's, that's just how I was raised. So, um, you know, continue to build that with the organization and, and, and build that trust. For Deshaun, this whole off-the-field situation, do you have any regrets on anything? And if so, what were them? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't have any regrets. Um, like, like I said before, the things that, that are off the field right now that came up, you know, caught me by surprise because I never did anything that these people are, are alleging. And I know a lot of people say that I took the year off, um, and I used that to be able to clear my name um, like the previous uh, two weeks. And, and just to continue to fight that. And I just continue to work and become a better person, a better player, and just a better son, um, you know, like my mom has always taught me. Yeah, he brought up his mother and his aunts quite a bit there, and that's nice. And, again, if he's telling the truth, he's telling the truth. But I'm not buying it for a minute. I'm just, just not. Sorry. I know he's innocent until proven guilty, and, the, and the, the grand juries have decided that there's not enough to indict him. But I'm, 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 it just was a, he was well coached. Uh, I'm talking about for this press conference, and he did a good job with it. He said basically nothing except that I'm a nice guy, uh, and um, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what his uh, what the owner of the team and his wife, who's also listed as an owner, what they said about it when we come back. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. If 
you're with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're paying too much for your wireless service. Because Pure Talk gives you the exact same 5G coverage as one of those big carriers on the exact same network, but saves the average family over $800 a year. And Pure Talk doesn't lock you into an overpriced, unlimited data contract. Why pay for data you don't need? Instead, get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone and keep your number. Or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. So what are you waiting for? Start saving today. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code HALFOFF, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Guess puretalk.com, promo code HALFOFF. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Spring cleaning is upon us, but there's one meaningful box that you don't throw away when cleaning out your closet. It's the box filled with your family's important videotapes, film reels, and photos. Hi, I'm Adam Baselogger. And I'm Nick Mako. We started Legacy Box over a decade ago to help families organize and update their analog media to digital. Legacy Box is simple and easy. It works and is safe. Over a million families have trusted Legacy Box. And Legacy Box has been featured in Good Housekeeping, The Today Show, and Rachel Ray. Legacy Box is like magic, converting your shoebox of memories to the cloud or thumb drive, ready to watch and share. Declutter your closet by digitizing your media. Become more organized and accomplished, knowing your family's recorded past is safe forever. Take advantage of our spring cleaning sale going on now. It's the easiest task to check off your to-do list. Go to LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get an incredible 50% off your Legacy Box. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for 50% off while supplies last. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. So the Browns are owned by uh, someone named Jimmy Haslam, and his wife, Dee, is also uh, considered, uh, is is listed as one of the owners. And uh, so... You know, you wonder what kind of discussions Jim and Dee had uh, when they decided to um, go after Deshaun Watson after Dee heard what this guy was accused of. And he comes to her and says, I think we're going to sign, get this guy. We're going to make a trade, trade away three number one draft picks, first round back draft picks for him. So um, Dee Haslam, first of all, this is what she said. We spent a lot of time learning about Deshaun as a person. That really helped us get more comfortable with it and talking to a tremendous amount of people who know him. Uh, we just found out about Deshaun as a person that he just told us about. He loves his mother and his aunts, and they told him that he should be a good guy, and that doesn't mean anything. Jimmy Haslam, the owner, said, We trust the legal process, and I think uh, due process uh, does exist in our country, and the exhaustive amount of time we spent researching him led us to make the decision we made. And then D uh, acknowledged that many fans, especially fans and, you know, victims of sexual assault, are angry and are not supporting this decision. She says, we respect our fans and their feelings. This is really tough. Is a really tough subject. There are a lot of people who experience a lot of pain through sexual abuse, so we absolutely respect that. So I think our, our goal all along is to build an organization that Cleveland will be proud of, and we will continue to do that. Again, a hot, steaming pile of... Of horse manure. What a just thought of what here's here's the here's the translation of what happened in the uh, in the press conference. Here, here's here's the translation of the Browns stance and Deshaun Watson stance. Uh, Deshaun is accused of these things. Uh, the there's no evidence to convict him. Uh, we don't believe the women. We think he's a really good player. Um, we think we can win more football games with him as the quarterback than we could with Baker Mayfield. We are holding this press conference today uh, because we have to. Uh, you can bet that when this is over, there, that, that he will be off limits for questions like this. The media will be told, if you, ha- you want to talk to Deshaun about football, that's fine. But we have a policy that because this is an ongoing investigation, you won't be talking to Deshaun. And... Uh, we, as I said, we uh, think we can win a lot of football games if he's our quarterback, and we just hope he can get beyond this because we know that most people will forget about it, especially if we win a lot of football games with Deshaun Watson as our quarterback. That's the whole translation. It's a big, as I said, a gigantic, hot, 
steaming pile of horse manure coming from Cleveland. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. United States and European Union announcing a new partnership. It would reduce the continent's reliance on Russian energy. In the latest step to further isolate Moscow after its invasion of Ukraine, President Biden said the U.S. will increase energy exports to Europe. 15 billion cubic meters of liquefied natural gas, LNG, for Europe this year. The president said reducing Europe's dependence on Russian oil and gas is the right thing to do from a moral standpoint and makes long-term strategic sense. Greg Clugston, Washington. The president is visiting, uh, visiting Poland to discuss aid and for refugees and meeting with U.S. troops. And Vladimir Putin appears to be losing at home greatly. Reports now say some very prominent and wealthy Russians are quitting their jobs and leaving, refusing to support the war. This is SRN News. We have a 12-year-old German shepherd named Sophie, and she became overweight, stinky, greasy coat, and lifeless almost. Then about four years ago, we found out she had several vertebrae used together. She was unable to walk. The vet told us Sophie was going to have to be euthanized. I thought, I've got to do something. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I remember Sophie starting the Dynavite, and she from day one has loved it. She is no longer stinky. She is full of life. Dynavite healed Sophie. Dynavite is nutrition. I truly recommend that people not wait until the vet recommends euthanasia. You have to get them on Dynavite right away while they're healthy. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. AM 1250, The Answer, fighting the good fight. The Mike Gallagher Show. The reason the American people care about the Supreme Court is it is integral to protecting or taking away our constitutional rights. I just can't imagine any constitutional conservative listen to him and walk away from any other opinion that this is one of the best and brightest in the United States Senate. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250, The Answer. Head out on on the highway, a two wheels. Riding season is around the corner and Pit Cycles has what you're looking for. This is John Stagerwald. Stop by Pit Cycles today for a huge selection of bikes from KTM, Indian, and Triumph. 114 models to choose from in a fun, pressure-free environment. With demand high and supply limited, now is the time to order. Pre-order today for just a dollar in Warrendale next to Jurgles or at PitCycles.com. Pit Cycles! You've all heard it in the news, folks. Heating costs are surging through the roof. But right now, Eden Pure is offering an amazing discount on their Gen 40 heater. This 5-pound Gen 40 produces 50% more heat than the big box heaters that are 7 times its size. The Gen 40 superheater is efficient. It produces infrared heat using advanced micro-solid-state technology with built-in safety shutoffs, and it comes with a remote control for you. So for a limited time, the Eden Pure Gen 40 is $200 off the regular price. People all over the country are reporting massive savings on their heating bills. So keep warm and save money because right now it's the perfect time to buy more than one. Go to EdenPureDeals.com Use discount code RADIO20 That's RADIO20 and you'll get an additional $20 off. That's $220 total savings by going to EdenPureDeals.com right now. Use discount code RADIO20 That's RADIO20 and shipping is free. AM 12 50 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Ending our rush hour with lots of busy rides. Parkway East tying up outbound. Boulevard of the Allies to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Parkway West tying up outbound. Banksville Road to Carnegie. Your delay close to 10 minutes there. Penn Hills area and accident. Salzburg Road at Alcoma Drive. Accident jamming things up outbound. 28 31st Street Bridge up to approaching the Highland Park Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250. The answer. Weather. 
We'll see a couple of snow showers tonight, maybe mixed with rain early with low clouds. Tonight's low 35. Tomorrow, cloudy and chilly with a couple of snow showers, maybe mixed with rain late in the day. It'll be windy in the afternoon. A brief heavier snow shower can suddenly reduce visibility. We'll see a high tomorrow of 41. Breezy tomorrow evening, otherwise a couple of snow showers, maybe mixed with rain early, low 27. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, I don't know about you, but uh, I'm going to make sure I don't fail to miss the Academy Award show Sunday night. Christian Toto probably won't have that luxury. He's the boss at HollywoodInToto.com, and he's also uh, the author of a book called Virtue Bombs, How Hollywood Got Woke and Lost Its Soul. So he follows Hollywood and the movies for a living, and he joins us now. Christian, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, that's one show I can't duck, sadly. <laughs> I have to sit through all three hours, and I'm, I'm going to guess it's going to go past three hours. They always say that they're trying to get it under, and they rarely yeah. do. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask you, Do you? Uh, there are things I've had to do in my career where I had to watch things I don't want to watch, and you, you get through it. Uh, and I guess it, when you watch it, uh, like, as you watch it, uh, as a person in the media who covers this stuff, what are you watching for? Like what? 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 Will, what will be a story for you that you're watching for uh, Sunday night? You know the political statements, obviously. Just how woke is the show? But you know, at the end of the day, I am a movie fan. I, I got into this business because I enjoy movies. Right. And what I really would love is for the show to surprise me and be entertaining. For the monologue to be funny and uh, memorable lines, and maybe some great tributes to past actors, and uh, you know, a great rally of film clips, and maybe right. some stars we haven't seen in a while yeah if they can bring johnny carson back from the dead they might have a shot <laughs> <laughs> or Maybe bob hologram, hope that even might be a bit too far yeah so listen uh, the three co-hosts are wanda sykes amy schumer and regina hall regina i don't know how you pronounce her name but um i don't know who she is but who thinks anybody could stand to watch amy and wanda for three hours who i mean you're I don't know. I just uh, that's my question. How, who who sat in a room somewhere and thought that 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 would be a good idea? Well, if you went, if you had a time machine, went back about eight to twelve years, I would say those selections aren't half bad. I think Wanda Sykes can be very funny. Same with Amy Schumer, but I think both of them have embraced dualism, have gotten more politically correct over the years. And I can't remember the last time Amy Schumer's made me laugh. And I think when she burst on the scene, she was actually pretty funny. So. Yeah, it, it's, there's, these are not good choices. These are choices that are not meant to bring anyone back to the ceremony. Listen, th- th- this is a very left-wing event. And if you want to kind of rally the rest of the country and say, hey, remember the Oscars? You may used to enjoy watching them. Here's a, here's, here are a few comedians that maybe will lure you back. And they didn't choose. They didn't go in that direction. They decided to kind of lean in on, on progressivism. And that's what you get. So I think you'll see that in the ratings. And again, maybe these three stars will surprise me and focus more on the funny than anything else. I don't, I don't expect that, though. Um, I, it's been a long, long time since I watched them. I stopped watching them a long time ago. Um, but I do remember them uh, as being pretty entertaining. And you watched because you wanted to see clips from movies, maybe some of which you hadn't seen, but you heard. And, you know, that would get you to later go see the movie because they would, it was a good, a good sampling and all that stuff. But um, it, it, uh, how long has it been since it's actually been, or was there ever a time, I guess is a better way of asking, has there ever been a time when it was devoid of politics? And, and how long has that you been? Know, when I was growing up on 53, I feel like that was pretty common. And I think that the political moments, you know, with, uh, uh, Marlon Brando had a moment or two. Michael Moore, of course, uh, went there. When uh, that was maybe 15, 20 years ago. But those are really the exceptions. It wasn't a political event. It was about Hollywood. And, you know, you're, I think you're hinting at what it really is. It's a big old commercial. It's a three hour commercial for, hey, come see the movies. These are the ones you love. These are the ones you maybe miss, but you shouldn't miss. And that's what it really should serve as, is, is a, as a commercial, as a, as a way to promote Hollywood as an industry. And I think that we're not seeing that as much or not really the focus. And in recent years, I and mean, we haven't had a host, so that really makes it less engaging. But even when they have people on stage telling yucks and, and trying to make us think and laugh, it just the material isn't that sharp because they really want a virtue signal as opposed to really making us laugh. You know, you've got weeks, if not months, to write a great monologue. You, you can't tell me 
that's impossible to come up with a killer monologue full of great jokes you can't wait to tell your friends. But I don't think that's their focus. I think you'll hear a lot about uh, empowerment. You've got three female hosts. I think that's going to be a recurring theme. I think they'll talk about the erroneously labeled don't say gay bill in Florida. I think that's going to come up a lot. Uh, they're not going to talk about inflation, that's for sure. I think they're all living large and they don't want to touch that third rail. So, I, you know, I think that's what you expect. Yeah, and uh, it, it used to be, hosting that used to be the, probably the most sought-after gig in show business as far as being an MC or, or showing up at a, you know, to, to host a show. There was no better spot to be in. Has it become almost toxic now? Do you, think, do you think a lot of people say no thanks when they call them and maybe they had to settle for these three? I think the selection of these three individuals says that. Now, I don't know behind the scenes. I don't know all the calls that were taken and rejected. But, you know, Regina Hall is a talented actress. She's been in the screen movie. She's got some other credits to her name. If you're thinking, who's going to host the awards this week, this year? It's the biggest show in Hollywood. Her name does not jump to the top of the list. And I'm, if that's insulting, I am sorry. I'm not taking away her talent. But she's not one of the biggest names in Hollywood. So the fact that she's there is – it makes you wonder why. Why is she there? I mean, she's not even a – a stand-up. I mean, she does comedic work. She can be funny. I have no, you know, no a, a problem with her work. But how did she get to be one of the three people chosen for this very special honor? It's odd. And then Wanda Sykes really has not been at the top of the A-list for quite some time. And Amy Schumer's star is falling as well. So why them? I don't know. We're talking to Christian Toto. He's uh, he's the the purveyor of Hollywood and Toto dot com. The author of Virtue Bombs: How Hollywood Got Woke and Lost Its Soul. Uh, last year, um, the Academy Awards uh, drew 10.4 million viewers on TV. So I'm putting the over/under at 10 million for this Sunday. Uh, are you going over or under? You know, it fell so dramatically last time. I don't know how much farther it can go. So I think between nine and 11. Again, those are not good numbers because if you look at just yeah. in the recent years, you're talking 20, 30, 40. I think it was 55 million at one point. So. That's what it used to draw. And listen, the, the landscape of entertainment is splintered now, so there's other things to get her attention. But, you know, it's a problem with the show. I talked to so many people online, offline, over the years. They say, oh, I used to watch the show, and now I don't. I'd rather watch anything else. That's not a good sign. And getting those people back will be very hard, if not impossible. And why do the ratings stink? I, I, I mean, th th they dropped 56% from one year to the next. That's a, that's a gigantic drop. Well, look, I mean, you don't, but look at the show. I don't want to force you to watch it, but if you want to find out the exact reason why, yeah. just watch the show. It's not fun. It's not engaging. It's not hysterical. It's not uh, illuminating. It's not full of energy. It, it's dour. It's finger wagging. It's 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 like taking your medicine. And who wants to take their medicine for three hours in a row? Well, well they, then you're an industry insider. Yeah, of course, it's your business, but not not regular people. The, do the people who populate uh, Hollywood and the and the movie industry, the entertainment industry, do they actually walk around believing that most people agree with them when it comes to you know, not being able to define a woman, which I'm sure they'll talk about Sunday night. Um, uh, do they actually walk around with the belief that that half of America at least believes with them, and they don't understand that how, that they're alienating half of the audience every time they open their mouth? It's really fascinating because I just read an article. It might have been LA Magazine. It was a major article all about the Oscars and how far it's fallen and why people aren't watching. And then I also hear interviews with Will Packer. I think he's the person in charge of this year's event. And both the that long article and Packer's interviews of late, they never even come close to mentioning the fact that the show is uber political and that it's driven away roughly half the country. It's not on their mind. It's not, not, uh, they're not thinking about it. They're not worried about it. And I don't know whether it's a significant denial or they truly are unaware that what they do and what they say and the show they put on is so, is so uh, you know, problematic for half the country that it's not appealing to half the country. It fascinates me. You know, I, I, I'd love for, for someone behind the scenes at the Oscars to hear our conversation because I think what you and I are saying is not boo his Hollywood, but boy, do we miss the old Hollywood. Boy, do we miss the fun Hollywood. We want it back, and if it came back, we'd watch it again. So, you know, they don't seem to understand that. And until they do... I think that it's going to become a smaller and smaller event. 
I, uh, I, it's it, it, it's like they, they are unaware that there are people out there who disagree with them, and and I'm I'm just wondering how much of that can be, um, uh, blamed on the fact that just the type of person that's that is attracted to, uh, is drawn to being a, an actor or a movie star. It, uh, either already has an inflated uh, impression of them of him or herself, or gets one because everybody keeps telling them how wonderful they are. Yeah, I mean, I think that's part of it. Listen, the media is partially to blame too, because when stars go political, and when they do go political, they go left of center generally. Right. And the media, the reporters, the coverage of it is very positive, if not downright fawning. So if if a star came out and said, you know, I really am pro life, I really believe that life is. You know, starts at a conception, and they would be hammered, they would be embarrassed, they would be vilified, and they would quickly say, oh my gosh, I can't say that again. i, I got to go back to my old talking point. So, you know, part of it is that there's a media ecosystem that really supports this, and uh, that's part of the reason why we get what we get, because the people who maybe do agree with the other half of the country, the half that gets ignored, they wouldn't say anything on <laughs> Oscar night because they know it could hurt their career. Right. right. I, I, I read, just read a story, and, and several people were critical of the new diversity rules within the Oscars, which is a, another story, but just sort of understand the diversity rules go into effect in 2024. And the people sharing those opinions and those critiques didn't give their name to the interviewer for fear of career reprisal. That's the atmosphere in Hollywood right now. So even if you wanted to speak out, you're afraid of speaking out. And what what are the new uh, diversity requirements? I for, I know I remember seeing them when they came out, and I think I know what they are. But what are and they, and they they don't take uh, effect until twenty twenty four. Yeah, officially, I think there's like a soft. Maybe they're they're trying to think about it now, but it's not official. There are several different categories. It involves a, a film must be uh, have a very diverse cast uh, in front of or behind the camera or. The themes of the film may be a certain, uh, you know, socially progressive themes, or there, there are several different check marks you have to kind of mark off. And if you get some of them, then your film will be allowed to be a Best Picture nominee. But if you're not, then you can't win the biggest honor of the night. And that's uh, staggering to me. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if it was you that had on the show, but I was talking to somebody about this on the show not too long ago. It might have been you. There's a show now on, uh, I believe it's Netflix, about Vikings. And they've managed to work a black woman into the into the story, and she replaced a Viking king, a man, a white man from a Nordic country. They've decided that it was a good idea to replace him with a black woman. Are we going to see more of that kind of? We already are seeing it, but that's what they're talking about. There has to be, yeah, you, even if the story know, I mean, doesn't lend itself to that kind of a character. Which really just takes you out of the experience. You know, the recent movie Dunkirk by Christopher Nolan, there were some critics out there saying, why is that, that British army so white? And, yeah. Well, that was history, you know. And you could play with this. I mean, Hamilton obviously uses a, a, right. an extremely diverse uh, cast, and it's on purpose, and it's joyous, and it was a huge hit, obviously. So I understand there are creative times you might want to go in a certain direction. But it does seem absurd at times. And, you know, there are many, many stories that are being told now and many, many opportunities for different communities to, to be fully represented. And that's great. That's wonderful. We should move toward that. But sometimes the casting in, like what you mentioned, it, it, I don't know, it, it kind of takes you out of this. Oh, this is history. Wait, that's not the way it right. was. And maybe there's ways to creatively do it. But it, it's, it's part of the trend. We're talking to Christian Toto. He's the author of Virtue Bombs, How Hollywood Got Woke and Lost Its Soul. He also can be found at hollywoodintoto.com. Got a little bit of time left here. Um, what, are, what are the favorites to win Best Picture, Christian? Right now, The Power of the Dog seemed to have a lot of momentum going into the weekend. That is a Western. You guys should see it right now. It's a Netflix original. Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Jesse Plemons, uh, Kirsten Dunst. It's a good movie. Uh, a lot of people don't like it, I have to be honest with you. Uh, it is slow. Um, it's not for everyone, but... You know, I think that's one of the things that's so frustrating about the Oscar movie experience now is that a lot of these films are art house films, they're smaller films, they're certainly of high quality. But, you know, I think there was a time where the best picture of the year was something that a lot of people rallied around. It had, it had universal themes. It, it, was, it could draw a crowd. It was a big blockbuster. You know, like Return of the King, The Last Lord of the Rings film is an example of that. 
uh, even the King's Speech from a few years back, a, a really kind of a universal story. And I think a lot of these films, you look at the box office numbers, they're just not there. They just don't draw a crowd. They're very specific. Again, they're not bad films by any stretch, but if you're trying to reach out to a large audience, I don't think these are the films that are going to do that. It's just, it's just a shame. Should we be expecting a lot of virtue bombs uh, Sunday night? <laughs> I, I'd be surprised if there weren't. Let me just put it that way. I can't imagine that that Hollywood would change course all of a sudden. There's no impetus for them. And, you know, the, the people who run the Oscars, I'm sure they're worried about that ratings and they wish it were better. And maybe they're gritting their teeth when the stars get political. But are you going to tell the stars not to get political? They'd, they'd, they'd get all outraged and they'd be double double political so it's just what they do it's what they say it's in their dna it's what they expect and then the media will regurgitate all those sound bites and the ratings will fall again yeah and and if but if i were in charge i i would hope that i'd be smart enough uh and i would i would hope that the people involved in the show would be smart enough to understand that um that what they're doing is counterproductive you know, uh, and and then yeah. why is it so hard for them to to um, to to grasp something like that? They they're in the entertainment business. You'd think that they would be uh, quick to understand something like that. That's that's all about audience and getting the biggest audience you can, and getting the best response from that audience. It's yeah. it's it's stunning that they're that stupid. <laughs> it is it is really crazy to think about because. If I were the producers, I would say, listen, stars, assembled stars, I can't stop you from saying anything, but just know we're trying to build an audience and trying to rally the Oscar institution and, and kind of give it, give it back and bring it to back where it was. Can you kind of maybe think about what you're going to say and maybe not go in a, a direction that's so divisive? I mean, that's certainly a possibility. But, you know, I've seen many, many stars go on publicity tours for their new movie, and they will embrace very um, uh, sort of divisive topics while doing publicity for the film, yeah. which can only hurt their promotional tour. I mean, if you're going to say, come see my movie, oh, no, by the way, I strongly disagree with your worldview, and I think you're an idiot for saying it, and I <laughs> believe this, then there's a chance that people say, ah, the heck with it, I'm not going to go see the movie, because I didn't like what that actor had to say. It just seems counterproductive, but they keep on keeping on, so. Yeah, and I, but also, again, if, uh, get, getting back to, the, the if I'm the, one of the people regardless of what my politics are, if I've invested millions of dollars in a movie and I'm sending my star out on a, on a, a tour to, to uh, boost ticket sales and I see this man or woman opening his or her mouth and every time he or she does, sending people away and making sure that they don't come to see the movie I invested in. It, it's, you would think that the producers would, would be upset about that, would raise us think about that. To my knowledge, I don't know if that ever happens. I, I just don't think it does. Well, they must think that, the, that they're so convinced that they are making the world a better place with their pronouncements and their movies and everything that they do that it never even occurs to them that they could be wrong uh, uh, about anything. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's almost like you go on a blind date and you wouldn't mention – religion or abortion right. or gun control or the death penalty, because those are really tough topics that are complicated. We People have a lot of emotions about. So why would you go on, a t on an award show and then bring up really emotional topics or, or do that in an interview? Um, uh, the Academy Award show has been uh, part of the culture for a long time, but if these ratings keep uh, going further down the toilet, could, could it disappear in our lifetime? Nope, I think we lost Christian Toto. Uh, Christian, uh, he um, disappeared. I guess we just uh, got cut off there. Um, so um, I don't know where he went, but he's not there. Mike uh, Mike in the control room. Christian's not there. He's gone? Oh, that's okay. We had a problem. We, we thank Christian for being on. His book is uh, Virtue Bombs, How Hollywood Got Woke and Lost Its Soul. And check him out at HollywoodInToto.com. We'll be right back. Balance of Nature. Changing the world one life at a time. I'm a physician, and I still see patients every day. And, you know, so I tell my patients about this. And they ask me, well, what are you taking? And so I tell them. 
taking balance of nature. And they go, oh, yeah, I've heard about that. You know, so I tell them how to get it. I give them your telephone number, 2468751. And I tell them, call this number. And I said, they'll, they'll take care of you after that. So, you know, I mean, I, I'm primary care. You know, I really think that it works well for, for people to have fruits and vegetables. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature right now. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com for more information or to place your order. Shipping is always free. And don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code BALANCE. So when we brought him home, we didn't realize that Bear the Rescue Dog was actually sick. He had very flaky skin. He was dropping a lot of fur. And Lavette wanted to do steroid injections, special dog food. Nothing seemed to work. So I was at a dead end. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I've been hearing Dinovite on the radio for years. It never actually crossed my mind to try it until it finally sunk in. Oh, you're talking about hair and skin. And all right, <laughs> I'll try it. Well, it took probably six weeks, but after we started using Dinovite, no more flaky skin. He doesn't scratch and itch, and he started to put weight on. Dinovite is nutrition. I wish that we would have started the Dinovite right away. It would have been so much easier. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. Every rescue dog in America deserves Dynavite for 90 days. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, we're uh, finishing up the week. Uh, I, I think we had a good week. And if you noticed that tonight, today we didn't talk about Ukraine, uh, we did talk a little bit about the uh, Supreme Court justice. But we, we didn't spend a lot of time talking about Ukraine. I don't think I even mentioned COVID. It might be the first time in about two years that somewhere it didn't work its way in. Uh, just so you know, that's not by accident, especially on Fridays. I like to look for things that are a little bit different. Um, and I wanted to talk about the Deshaun Watson um, issue, the story, and also with uh, the Academy Awards coming up. But again, you know, I like being able to do a, a talk about sports and entertainment and and mix it in with commentary and debate or whatever on culture. And so I think we did a good job of that today. But I, I, I just I hope you um, appreciate the fact that I didn't spend any time talking about Ukraine. Not that that's not important, but rather than hear me spout about it, uh, if I can find somebody really intelligent to come on with a different angle on one of those subjects, I do it. But I enjoyed the show today. I hope you did. Thanks to Mike. Thanks to Darren. Thanks to you for listening. And I'll talk to Yins on Monday. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.